Hey, this is Jilly Woodhouse on the Osteo Business Podcast, talking all things osteo business. Here's Jilly Woodhouse, an author, speaker, award-winning business coach, and passionate advocate of osteopathy. I've worked with a lot of startup practices over the years, and uh, so I thought I would just talk through what I usually do with those um, starting up from absolute scratch. Some people don't don't do this and they sort of make do and mend and then later on when they get busy they don't have anything in place to a maintain that busyness but b save themselves time and overwhelm uh, because there's, it hasn't been set up correctly in the first place. So I'll just run through a few things with you now so that you can um, think about that. So for me, systems underpin everything. And, and this isn't the sexiest thing in the world by any stretch. And, um, you know, it's not, it's not even something that I get excited about. But over the years, I've found that having decent systems in place enables you to grow and that's the whole point um, as I'm always saying you need to be growing the business at all times not letting it go into decline because once it starts going backwards it's really really hard to um, stop that reversing juggernaut and get it going forwards again. So getting the systems in place so that it's easy for patients to book in. Always remembering Bob at 3am in pain, Googling you, trying to find you. And on that note, of course, you've got to have a decent website in place too. Not always the first thing to get done, but it does need to be there to assist Google to um, send the patients that are looking for help to your website to find out more about you and obviously having your google listing um, created and updated regularly so they know that you're a uh, a an up-to-date and busy practice and then following on from that is having some processes in place so you know um, how your patient moves through the system of finding you and then booking in with you and then coming to see you having those reminders a proper booking system, not a pencil and diary, that is not going to cut it. Um, and making sure that's all documented. So, um, you because if you do that as you go along, that's going to mean that as and when you get a team member or a receptionist, it's already documented and you haven't got to think back, right, what do I do when this happens? What do I do when that happens? Um, for our clients, we've got um, an actual handbook that we've created as a digital handbook, which can be completed bit by bit. And uh, and then it's there for any new team member to refer to how do we do this? What do we expect, etc, etc. So it covers every aspect of running um, a clinic. Uh, so having those in place really helps. Again, it's, this is sort of, you know, boring work at the beginning, but it really does help to get all that, all the paperwork in place that's required um, procedures and processes such as, you know, what's your complaints procedure? Um, it's good if it's written out because then things like complaints, they probably happen so infrequently that 
you know, if you had one and then you had another one five years later, you'd think, well, how did I deal with that last time? I can't quite remember. So if, if it's documented, it just means you can have a look. Oh, yes, I, I always do this. I always do that. So th- that's the fundamental for me. Um, that's what I like to get done first is get the systems in place first so that we can open up w- with um, appointments already in the diary because um, hot on the heels of doing that is getting marketing in place and set up. So that needs to be done. Pages set up on Facebook and Instagram in particular um, and then start cranking that marketing up, getting several posts out at once, um, you know, scheduled rather every day, uh, every single day get a post out because we really need to get awareness up in the first uh, few weeks and months of a, of a new practice. And then moving on from there, then ethical patient retention. We cannot keep on having to shake the new patient tree until we're exhausted and they're exhausted. So once the patient's been in, had a proper treatment plan and popped out the other side, then we need to be keeping in touch with them. Um, you know, not too often, obviously, we don't hound them, but we do need to keep in touch and just remind them how else we can help them, what else we can help with and so on. So those are, the, those are the key aspects of setting up a brand new clinic. And um, you know, I can go into more detail that with, with you. But for now, that, those are the things to be thinking about if that's what you're about to do. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Osteo Business Podcast. Remember to like, follow and subscribe on all Jilly's channels, which can be found in the show notes. Jilly's back soon with more tips, ideas, and strategies to build your thriving practice.